Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through my morning routine, but I'm going to promise you that it probably isn't what you think this is. See, I wanted to record this episode because I've been seeing another rise in all of the gurus sharing their morning routines on social media. Uh, And these posts always crack me up. Like they never, ever fail to crack me up because not only are they kind of unrealistic in the volume of the routine, but they're also really only plausible for like a small fraction of the population. Now, if you spent any time on social media recently or just in general uh, in, in the business and personal development space, I'm sure you've seen the things that I'm talking about. But these are the folks who come and tell you that you need to wake up at 4.30 in the morning every day, or at least they do. And then they do things like meditation and cold showers and they exercise and they go for a long walk in nature and they journal and All of these things are great. Don't get me wrong. Like if you are able to consistently commit to these things over a long period of time, like you are going to see really, really positive benefits. But the amount of time that goes into this morning routine is like pretty significant. And on top of that, many people out there just simply don't have the freedom, flexibility or time to do all of those things. So they are only really applicable to a very small percentage of the population. And I was guilty of heavily buying into the morning routine things. And it actually made me feel really, really terrible about myself. So this was back when I was younger and kind of a entrepreneur, right? I had all these ideas. I had this aspiration to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't really take any action. I didn't actually have a business. I didn't have anything tangible. And so I consumed all this content from these online business gurus who, you know, apparently had the secret to making this all work. And the morning routine was a staple. Like every single guru out there seemed to share their morning routine and they were all the same. Basically, they all consisted of the things that I mentioned. And when I tried to implement these, I actually got so much anxiety because I couldn't get through them. Like I could barely even do two of the things on the list in a row before I had to start getting ready for work or before I started thinking about other things. And then I started to feel bad about myself because I thought I was just destined to fail. Like, how would I ever be successful if I couldn't do this routine that people ascribe to their success or that they attribute to billionaires and why they're successful? And I just started feeling so awful about myself. And then I started my actual business. I started Cultivated Culture. And what I realized was that those morning routines are bullshit. Like you don't need them at all to be successful. And so that is why I wanted to record this episode. That is a very long background and context for my own morning routine. But I hope in sharing my own morning routine, you can see that your morning can just be chaos and you can still be really successful. You can still do the things that you wanna do. You can still create the life that you wanna create and achieve the goals that you have. You don't need to do all these things that the gurus are recommending in order to have a happy life, to have a successful career, and to do the things that you want to do. So here is my morning routine. 
First thing in the morning, our son typically wakes us up anywhere between 5.30 and 6.30. That's probably where 90% of the wake-ups come in. Now, sometimes if he's sick or if he's teething, he has six teeth coming in right now. So he likes to wake up a little earlier, sometimes before 5 a.m. And if we're very, very lucky on some days, he will go back to sleep and he will wake up around seven. But most of the time, our wake-up is not really dictated by us. It's typically dictated by when our son wakes up, which is amazing. Like we hear his little giggles in the morning. We hear him romping around the crib and we can look at him on the monitor and it's like the absolute best. But when somebody else decides when you wake up, your day is typically focused on that little person instead of yourself, right? So I'm not getting out of bed and lounging and, you know, then going over to my meditation cushion and doing all this stuff. We typically wake up in that window and then the first thing that we do is we hop out of bed and then we go downstairs and we start making his breakfast. So he loves blueberries in the morning with a little bit of water. That's kind of where we start um, for his morning snack. And then we start to get our own stuff ready. Uh, Typically, we have a smoothie every morning. We make some coffee. And then once he's done eating, he wants to play. So we head down to the basement and we typically play with him for about an hour. Sometimes we'll go for a walk outside. Most of the time we'll be indoors, especially if it's too hot or too cold. And that is happening roughly around, I would say, anywhere between 6.30 and 7. So we do that. And then in the morning, uh, my wife, Lily, will take Nolan off to daycare. And I have this little period of time to myself. So I do do some meditation in here. Uh, That is the one thing that I decided to commit to out of the guru list. I've tried them all. Trust me, I've done the journaling. I've done the cold showers. I do do some exercise later in the day, but it's not part of my morning routine. Um, We'll talk about why I mentioned that in a second. But I have found that meditation is is the thing that brings me the most ROI for the goals that I have for myself right now. So I do stick with that. And then I basically open my computer and I get to work because I do pick up, which I absolutely love. But we go pick up our son around 4.30. It's it's a little bit of a drive to get there. And so I'm typically signing off around 4, 4.15. So that means I start one hour earlier just so I can get my full work day in. So that's basically my morning routine right there. And what you're not seeing there is a lot of the stuff that the gurus mentioned, but also just you know not a lot of time for me. And that's totally okay because the decision that I had made is that I wanted to have a son. Like we wanted to have a kid and that requires certain things. And I'm totally cool with that trade-off. But our business is doing really well. Like we are not sacrificing anything on the business side. We are growing. I am not sacrificing any of my initiatives. I am not missing out on growth as a person because I don't have this incredible morning routine that is focused solely on me and doing all these things that the gurus recommend. Instead, I just have one specific thing that I'm really, really focused on for myself, which is that meditation. And then I just get after it. I start to do the work that I need to do. And I think that's something that a lot of people tend to get mixed up. Like we see this all the time with content creation or anything in the personal development space. Action always, always, always beats more research and beats procrastination, right? Intentional action always wins out. But many of us, we don't take intentional action for whatever reason. Either we're scared to do it or we've run into some failure before with it or we're just not sure what path to go on. There's some uncertainty. There are all these reasons why we don't take intentional action. And so then what we try to do is we fall into these actions we can take that feel like progress. So if we do a guru routine or whatever, it might feel like we're making progress. But if you actually took that time and just focused on 
creating that content that you've always said you wanted to create or writing that chapter in the book you said you'd always want to write or doing that podcast you always said that you would do or whatever it is, basically taking that intentional action, that step towards creating the thing that you've talked about creating, that is going to take you way, way, way further than any of the other things. And then what you can do is try to find space for some of this other stuff that matters to you throughout the day. So for me, I work out a little later. I go do about three, four hours of work. Then I go do my workout in the morning and then I come back to a little more work and then we do lunch. So that's what works for me. It's not necessarily the beginning of my day, but that's also important. Like not everything needs to happen in your morning routine. Some people are night owls. Some people prefer to exercise at night. Some people prefer to journal at night. Some people prefer to do whatever it is that they're doing for themselves at night. And in addition to that, there are so many different ways that we reflect. There are so many different ways that we do our self-analysis and just relax and unwind. And so to bucket them to these select specific actions that seem to be encompassed in every guru morning routine is kind of ridiculous. Like for some people, going on a walk is a form of meditation and reflection in the same way that actual meditation and journaling are, right? So there are these different ways that work for different people. And so I say all this to say, one, if you don't have time for one of these morning routines that you read about on social media, don't worry and don't beat yourself up. What you're doing right now is your best. Like that is what you can do. And that is totally fine. And that is good enough. And the second thing I'd say is, make sure to take a step back and understand what the true value of these activities are. You know, if somebody tells you that you shouldn't meditate, well, if meditation isn't for you, is there another way that you are able to be meditative in life? Again, is it a walk through the woods? Is it exercise? For some people, exercise is very meditative because you have that repetition, right? If you're running, it's feet on the pavement. If you're rowing, it's every stroke. Exercise can be a great form of meditation. And so just take a step back and think about what the end goal of this activity is. And if you're already finding a way to do that, you can check that box. And then last but not least, do what works for you. Like, don't get caught up in what works for other people, or I think maybe more honestly, what other people say works for them, but may not actually necessarily be the thing that a lot of their success is attributed to. So don't play that comparison game. Instead, just take a look at what you're doing, what matters to you, what's working for you, and also give yourself kindness for the space that you're in. That is the main lesson that I want to leave you with. So thank you as always for listening. That's it for today. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. 